evening and welcome to Laugh at Monk oh, yeah. Music Show. Today we have on Mark Hudson. Mark is the singer from Dragon Force. How are you? Hey, good. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm good. I'm doing good. As we were saying before, I, I've got a chance to uh, get a sneak preview of your solo album. Uh, pretty exciting. Your first album. Your first solo awesome. album. Um, hope it's not your last because this is a good album. So uh, hope it's a sign <laughs> of things to come. I yes. guess my... That's my my first question, yeah. My my first question is, what now? I mean, you've been in Dragon Force was like oh, I don't know, ten years, twelve. I don't even know. What now led you to be the first album at this point for 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 you to do that solo? Uh, well, basically, it came about because um, uh, of COVID, essentially, because we were on mm -hmm. tour with Dragon Force in summer of twenty twenty, and uh, that tour got cancelled halfway through, so we all had to come home and like a lot of musicians we're kind of sat on our asses not doing anything um and i thought it, it's a good opportunity to do something creative and uh i basically teamed up with the keyboard player shaz d uh mm -hmm. and he wrote a bunch of songs and i had one song i was working on and we sort of were sending each other stuff and uh fleshing out some ideas and um yeah it wasn't ever really intended to be an album but then the songs were that good that we were like, ah, oh, come on then, let's do it. So I uh, decided to make it like a proper thing. Um, but yeah, so it's been ongoing since 2020, really. It's 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 fun. It's great. It's obviously if you are a sound that like people are used to for Dragon Force, but it also has a lot of different other sounds to it. And the writer talks about like a video game influence. It has, what stands out to me, and I really think it's really fun, is it, it's very heavy, but it's also very pop at the same time. And I don't know how to explain that properly without somebody hearing it, because the drums and guitars are very rock, very metal, but the melodies are very pop, which is what a great um, like genre-crossing sound they don't usually hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that comes from the fact that uh, the, the mix is very keyboard-heavy and mm -hmm. melody-focused, uh, but we wanted to keep the same uh, sort of power metal sound to the drums and, and the guitars and stuff like that. So... I think the fact that you're hearing a lot of keyboards makes it sound a bit more poppy. But then again, also in the songwriting, a lot of the songs are obviously kind of catchy choruses and a little bit cheesy here and there. So, uh, but yeah, I, I actually really liked the way the mix came out. That was pretty much what I had in mind uh, when I picked Damien to do the, the mixing of the thing. So yeah, really pleased with that overall sound. Well, it's interesting. Like I said, when an artist has a sound that you're known for and they do something like a side piece or solo but it's still the artist has a sound. You don't really know where it's going to go, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm not comparing the, the music of it, but what it reminds me of, and I remember, remember when Duran Duran, the guys did Power Station and they did like Arcadia and they, you heard the elements of each of Duran Duran members in those other side bands. Well, probably an older reference okay. to you. But the point yeah, is, <laughs> it carried over some of their sounds, but also integrated different sounds that you didn't hear in the band. So as people that were fans of the right. bands got to hear like a little more of one sound and a little different sound elsewhere, but you're like, oh, I, I'm, it's not too far off. Like if you're a fan of Dragon Force, you're going to love this album, is what I'm saying. But there's also something a little bit different in it too. So other people can kind of come in too. You know, it, it's, it's definitely a, more of a buffet of different sounds, I think, than people are used to for you. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, but by the way, you're lagging out quite a lot here. Like you're, oh, you're not sorry. in time with the audio whatsoever. So uh, forgive me if I accidentally talk over you or anything. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like I needed to keep uh, keep the link between the solo album and Dragon Force. You know, like obviously I'm the singer for both. So 
um, there, there's going to be some a, a huge aspect of it, the lead vocals that sound very similar. But uh, at the same time, I wanted to diversify a little bit and do some different stuff, uh, but have enough there to keep the Dragon Force fans uh, enticed by what I'm doing. Now, I've noticed you have some some videos out already. Will there be some touring and other stuff going out to this, or is there like more Dragon Force? Because obviously, Dragon Force is like your day job, <laughs> you know, or your, <laughs> your, your your marriage. This is like you're having out with your girlfriend or your you know your significant other. Yeah, finding time for both. Is there going to be a, is that a thing, or like how is that going to work out to to really support? Because it's a good album. You want to support it, obviously, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's really tough. Uh, I'm afraid I'm not allowed to say a whole lot about that because um, the Dragon Force schedule is looking pretty crazy. And, That's okay. Uh, so I'm they, not trying they... to... Yeah, yeah, I'm no, I know. Here. But uh, I wish I could say more. But basically, um, yeah, that what they have lined up is quite a lot. So I think, like you said, that's Dragon Force is my wife and this is my bit right. on the side. So, right. so yeah, <laughs> so, so so this is, yeah, you're... So I guess I'm saying is, will there be... Are you going to try to... to... Well, I mean, it's that the fans, it's not a secret. Dragon Force is generally a pretty busy band, very out there. And that's why, as a fan, I'm like, okay, COVID slows our way down, but the Dragon Force machine is, you know, gearing up. It, once it starts moving, it moves. It takes up a lot of time. Will there be other time? Like I said, I, I see you've got some videos out now and stuff. Mm -hmm. Will you be trying to do other stuff to keep it going along with open open time slots? So I'm saying with Dragon Force. Yeah, for sure. Um... So ideally, I'd be making a lot more videos than I have done so far. I've got mm -hmm. um, one more that's actually in the pipeline that's going to come out before the release of the album. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's in the bag. There's another one that's already done as well for just after the release. Um, but yeah, due to the commitments with Dragon Force, I think all I can do for the time being is maybe just make some more videos, which I'd love to do, because there's some songs on the album that I wish I did a video for and I didn't. And I'm like, ah, oh, because, you know, it's it's really tough deciding which ones you want to put forward, uh, especially first, um, because obviously the the album's quite diverse. I didn't want to alienate anyone anybody mm -hmm. by putting forward like a ballad or something like that. But the more that time goes on, the more I think that yeah, I might try and find some extra time to do some more videos, things like that. Um, and then with a view to one day playing them, but because uh, it would be a shame to never do that. So um, we'll we'll see how it goes with uh, what Dragon Force throw at me next. It's good. No, and I want to say that. So let's, as we as we peel back the covers on this, as we talk about. So this is titled Starbound Stories, which is a fun name. Got some great artwork. I can't present it right a second. The album's great. I'm going to tell you, I think Dracula uh, X is, are, is is my favorite track okay. right now. Um, nice. Today, like most music, uh -huh. you hear it, you're like, you know, a week later, you're hearing something different. Um, yeah. It's epic. The guitar work is fantastic, which, I mean, you <laughs> you can't not have fantastic guitar work on anything you ever do for the rest of your life, considering who you're, <laughs> who you're married to. <laughs> yeah, the bar is it. like way yeah, up here for guitar that, work. Um... You know what I mean? You cannot have shabby. You can't have anything mediocre guitar playing <laughs> on anything you ever do for the rest of your life. <laughs> your voice is synonymous exactly. with, no, with, 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 yeah, with a great band. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's always yeah. a game for you. And that being said, the, the musicians and the work on this album is fantastic. It really is. It's, you know, I, I took some time, like I always do, and I pick it apart and listen to it. You know, the production is great, very, very upfront. I think I agree with you on the keyboards. It does, I do think putting keyboards more in the front gives it a little more of a pop sound because those drums are crushing and those guitars are soaring and epic. Yeah. Keyboards just a little bit more to the front makes it just a little bit lighter. And it's weird. I was, when I first heard, I was like, wow, how is this heavy but poppy? 
like <laughs> because yeah, it's like it's yeah, so yeah. it's so upbeat but it's also like those drums are crushing um uh-huh. which, which makes it a really fun mix the songs so you uh, you guys had a couple and you kept creating and creating did you have at this point did you come up with ideas like you had already in the back catalog like for years did you think oh you know what i have ideas maybe do a solo album or was this just like you wrote songs and you never thought about a solo album was it a pipe dream or you know what i'm saying um well it kind of came about a little bit differently from that so um I thought that basically I wanted to get into songwriting. So I uh, wrote one or two songs, uh, which I shared with the keyboard player. And uh, we kind of worked on them together, decorated them a little bit with keyboards and stuff like that. The majority of the songs, nine of the songs came from the keyboard player uh, and one from me. So it was, um, yeah, kind of like it came about from him just going, check out these songs. I'm like, ah, we can decorate those with some choruses uh, choirs sorry and yeah. like guitar solos and and um and then kind of the other fun part of that was picking the musicians that would best kind of um complement the songs um so yeah that's kind of how that all came about really it was a a, a mixture of me wanting to write songs and then the keyboard player already being an amazing songwriter and going here's some of these let's let's decorate them with some other stuff wow so what song did you write on the album what was your what was your song what was your, what was your debut yeah. Um, so my my debut song is actually the uh, the final track, which was supposed to be a uh, Japanese bonus, but in the end has ended up as a proper track. Yeah. Uh, so it's the Japanese song. One okay. more sight of the sun with you, I believe it's called. Yeah, okay. if I remember right. Yeah. <laughs> I would be able to pick them apart because they're all they all they're all very consistent sounding. Where they're yeah, not one stands out differently. They're they're all beautiful. I mean, they're all they're powerful, but they're all. The melody, everything has a melody. The guitar solos have a melody, even though it's shredding. There's still a melody. There's a great. Yeah. I love the guitar tone in it. Um, fantastic. Yeah. That's uh, a lot of that is uh, Frederick, uh, who used to play bass for Dragon Force, now plays for Creator. Um, he's the guy that recorded all the uh, bass guitar and then lead and rhythm guitars. So he's the main uh, stringed instrument person on the whole album. Basically, that's why it's so tight and perfect as. He always plays. <laughs> wow. Okay, it makes sense. Sort of sound. Yeah, a lot of Dragon Force alumni. Yeah, know, kind of, exactly. kind of in it or together. So it's kind of like a big family, anyhow, to begin with. Um, you know. Yeah. F- for the sound to begin with, is this? Get you excited now? Are you going to do want to do more writing now? Is this like, you know, your big thing now? Uh, I mean, to be honest, yeah, I, I do really enjoy writing songs, but uh, as far as writing songs that are competitive with the other stuff that's on the album i'm not up there yet so uh, i i think it's just one of those things where now that i've made something really good along with the other guys on the album that uh going forward i definitely want to write some more stuff uh it's kind of like scratched an itch that i didn't really know i had so um yeah and I, i've got a lot to learn and it's kind of like a fun process really like uh going from just being a singer in a band to then trying to write songs and guitar lines and that kind of stuff so yeah, definitely want to do more of it. Well, I mean, it's a good song. I mean, like literally for somebody that that's your first, you know, song you put out like that that you wrote, it's quite a good song <laughs> to put out for your first one. And and I can imagine it's like, well, when you get a tattoo, you're like, I just want to get one tattoo, just one. And next thing you know, yeah. you're asking, that that tattoo looks kind of empty right there. And I got sp- I got space over here. Next thing you know, you have a whole album. Yeah, you know, that's what it kind of feels that's like. It. Once you get, once, you get once, one. once you got one album, you get the yeah. second album. album yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a double album stuff. Exactly. That's just that's who you are now. Um, you know, you'd be a songwriter. Which 
will be interesting changing your perspective yeah. too. I mean, um, you know, moving forward. I think so. You did with two two videos. I'm looking here. I think you had what was it the Astro Live and what was this the other signal you have out the yeah. uh, video? Um, uh, the Siren. Siren. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Those are fun. Those are well shot too. Those are um, they're beautiful actually. Good. I'm glad you think so. Um, there's a there's a funny uh, backstory to those videos. Please. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, well, put it this way. I, I, I'm not gonna like. Um, I can't divulge the whole thing because it's just it's okay. too it's too soon. But um, yeah, there, there's a lot of editing that had to go on uh, after those videos were shot uh, due to some flaws, shall we say, with the original creation. So. Um, so the next video that's coming out is going to be edited by me from start to finish to make sure that it's definitely really good. But having said that, I'm, I'm glad you said that they were well shot because oh yeah, uh, yeah, there was a lot of um, a lot of Back funny editing going down. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, but um, I think it's I a, they turned out well. I went to school for recording and video, so I you know my background was certain things. So I'm always looking for certain things. I just found a lot of these sound with music, but when the, so it's always a bonus for me when I see a video which is less of nowadays, you know, because there's less budgets yeah. for videos or less videos being done, which is not a knock to the artist. I mean, it's just the world we live in for finances. You know what I mean? I'm just glad artists can do albums. Um, but when there is yeah. something shot, you know, I uh, I can appreciate it. And um, it's beautiful, you know. You know it's cool. very Thank sweeping. I, and, I think and, this uh, next one is... Sorry, I, th I think this next one is going to be uh, next level stuff because... Um, this was my favorite location for the, the the next song is Starbound Stories, by the way. So that's the third single. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the lo the locations for it were amazing. And uh now I have all the raw footage, I can do what I want with it. So it's gonna be um quite a lot better, I think. And then um after the album drops, I've also got a plan to do a Dracula X one, which is uh well, it's already in the back, it's ready to go, but that's a different type of video. But uh yeah, I can't wait for people to hear that song and also look at the visuals that go with it because they really complement it and they do they amp up that castlevania theme yeah yeah it's really cool i'm listening to it actually and i'm listening to it on my way in today and i'm hearing it i'm like man this would be a good base story for like a movie or a short you know adventure yeah. full-on lord of the ring style epic sweeping battle scene like it's so you know what i mean i just yeah, hear it, yeah. so I'm, I'm really looking forward to what you, what you come up with because it is because it is one of my favorites you know off the album there's something about it I think it's the phrasing. Ooh. I think you, you do some really interesting um, vocal phrasing in that one, uh -huh. and you do that in Freedom. I mean, you do a lot of them, but I think in, in Freedom and in, in Dracula, it really sticks out as you do a couple different uh, change-ups. I think it was Dracula in particular. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where you, where you sing things just a little bit different? Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And it's kind of fun. I, I think that comes from the... Um, uh, I kind of used a different voice entirely for the chorus, because uh, mm -hmm. I don't normally sing um with any grit in my voice but uh that that lead line in the chorus uh just needed a vocal to sound a bit kind of like symphony x so i kind of went for that style in the in the chorus and then um yeah in the in the sort of bridge section the whole thing lightens up a little bit and the singing gets a little higher and a bit cleaner as well and i i agree with you i think that lifts that song like th those two moments of the bits for me that vocally I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm glad I took the there time. There is, to... and, and, and it's something in the verse. Of the, I'm, saying, I'm also thinking there's, there's like a cadence in the verse, I think at the pre-chorus, um, I could be wrong, 
Um, yeah, yeah, I know, I know the cadence you're talking about. You don't talk about it, though. You say it, and it's just like a little bit different. And I was like, oh, that's smart. Like that was that was a smart phrasing because it totally made everything stand out differently. And, and I don't think I've uh -huh. heard that before. And, and and I was like, oh, that's cool. So people check that out. Cool, that man. phrasing. I mean, the album's really good. But for some reason, that just stuck out. It's like I was like, oh, I like that. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's I good mean, to know, man. Cool. That that was really good. I mean, so with the songwriting and obviously the keyboard had a lot of the music. The the creation of the lyrics was that more of a combination thing, or how was that laid out with the music? Was it done? Yeah, that was that was like a fifty fifty uh, contribution between myself and the keyboard player. Uh, so we kind of um, some songs we just went from scratch and just like somebody started it, like the uh, Dracula X. I kind of started that one, and then he filled mm -hmm. in some gaps. Some some he started, and then I filled in gaps. Uh, so it was just kind of like. A, it's funny, it was all done over Facebook Messenger as well. Like we didn't even ever really hang out in the same room. We were just going, oh, I got this idea and then just chuck a bunch of lyrics on the on the chat or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how that came about. It was just uh, one by one, trying to figure out what theme fit the music the best and then trying to nail down those keywords that would sound amazing sang yeah. in the chorus or whatever. And then, um, yeah, just kind of bouncing ideas off each other until we did the whole thing, basically. I mean, the words fit good. If it's like a puzzle, it doesn't feel like it. I mean, you can tell the time was put into the words to work with the music, and it feels definitely like the words were were placed almost like musical to work with the story, and not just like a poem or a story with music. Which I like both types yeah. of music, but to this, it does feel like a songwriter uh, wrote musically did have an influence because of the way it fits, you know, mm -hmm. the layers into each other um, sonically. You know, and 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 it's, it's it's interesting that you know the lyrics are what they are, because um, they're not, you know, ordinary ordinary lyrics either. You know, when you're like walking down the street or sunset. I mean, there's the lyrics have, are stories, but they're also leave a nice opening, so you can interpret it your, your own way, which is always the best kind of lyrics. You know, it's always more fun. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Did you do any of the recording together, or was it all remote? Uh, it was all remote everything was remote basically um so yeah i did all my vocals on my own uh just in a studio in my hometown um i went to actually do the, some of the recording with the drummer uh rich mm -hmm. smith um because there were some songs that we'd kind of you know you know how like demos are when you've programmed a bunch of drums and you change yeah. your mind on stuff and uh when when it actually comes to the person playing it you know maybe their own interpretation of a fill would be better than whatever you'd come up with. Um, so there was a few songs that I went down and kind of uh, watched him play. I mean, I didn't have to really say anything because he just smashed it all out so quickly and easily. But um, but yeah, so by and large, it was all remote. And um, Fred did all the guitars and bass from France in his own home studio and just mm -hmm. literally just sent me this. Here's the tracks. They're all finished. I don't think he did any redos or anything. It was just like really everything just fit into place so it's like yeah nice which is you know half of the reason why i picked him because uh, i know he's like that so well it made me think two things the first thing i would say i think it's good that you listen to the drummer and i think it's like go back to tattoos like even when i had tattoos done when i've worked on you always say to the artist i'll come in with an idea and i may have a, yeah. something laid out but then i'll say to the artist well, what is your take on this mm -hmm. may or may not take it because i think if you have somebody an artist and a musician is an artist creating with you how they hear it, I think it's always important to take. You might not think it fits with what your story is; it may add to it. 
I think it's always important to be open to it, like the drum fills, like this. Like it's, it's always, you want to hear that person whose skill you're, you're bringing into that project. They may have a totally better view yeah, or, 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 or a flavor that you don't think of because you're not, I'm not an artist. I'm not a tattoo artist. I know what I want, but I'm not a tattoo artist. You know, you know what I'm saying? You, you could be a drummer because a lot of singers are actually drummers. But the point is, you know, you do, you're not, definitely you're, not. You're, you're, okay. <laughs> but you're not, you know, my point is, if you're not the guy for that job that you're putting somebody in, I think it's important to get their their influence on that. Um, so yeah. I like that you did. I like that you did that. I, and and, and um, where I think it's really interesting is, I noticed that with so like with remote remote recording people, as I've been talking to people like during COVID and together and separate recording, and you know some people are like, oh, I like to be together. Some people are like, no, it's fine. I think some of the uh, musicians like like with you. And other people who are, who are embarking on something a little bit new, like it would be a solo thing, or this is their first time recording themselves, so when they're left to their own devices, it's almost like they've actually flourished more because they're not in that band situation because it takes them out. And not that band stifles them, but sometimes when you have other people's influences or everybody has a spot and there's room for five people, five opinions, or whatever, if it's just you to fill up all the spaces, you're going to keep trying things. You're going to keep throwing it out there. And, and and it helps you grow as an artist. And then you'll take all your best parts and bring mm-hmm. it back to Dragon Force or or to your next album. You know. So to me, I think it's great that you, you feel like you flourish and it's allowed you to do a lot of different things you didn't do by being kind of like forced to be your own person. Like go out in the woods, you know what I mean? It's like one of those survival shows. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, can live exactly, in a house yeah. and who can take care of you. But if somebody throws you out in the woods, you're going to use different skills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, no, I, I, I certainly agree. I think um, that... The whole thing of doing things on my own kind of has opened quite a lot of doors and opened my mind to the idea of, you know, uh, well, I've learned so much about what it actually takes to make an album because mm-hmm. only a third of it is the music, funnily enough. There's so yeah. much bullshit after that that you have to learn. The <laughs> um, music business, business. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Like, um, I remember a, a guy told me once that, um, uh, I won't say who he is, but it's just another power metal guy, uh, said that his band is like, uh 10% music and 90% emails and since I've done all this myself like without a manager I'm like yeah it's actually completely true like the you think the hardest part is right writing the music that people are going to like which it is but uh but the other stuff that happens after is just never ending but um now you say video editing were you were you doing video before this too or is that something new another feather in your cap uh that's that's just something that I've had to learn on the fly, basically, out of necessity. So, uh, yeah. And you like a, it, right? It's another thing. Yeah, I do, actually. I'm like, a rabbit oh, hole. I, that's my biggest problem, you know? Yeah, it's definitely a rabbit hole, 100%. Uh, like, the amount of stuff I've been looking into about color grading and, like, getting proper effects for, like, mm-hmm. Final Cut Pro and all those kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm definitely at amateur level, but I've done now probably three massive edits so i'm kind of getting there now but um yeah the funny thing is uh now i'm like man editing videos i like shooting videos that would be a fun job as well yeah you know, so it really is speaking about thank yeah. you uh speaking about that though uh one funny thing was um in terms of music videos uh these days you kind of have the choice whether you want to go the green screen route uh mm-hmm. and do everything in like post-production or or to do it all actually somewhere cool and um, that's that's been the saving grace of the videos I've done, uh, and especially this one coming up, because I looked at it and I was like, this looks so good. That must be green screen. But obviously I was there. I know it wasn't. But like, I actually prefer those old school videos that are actually shot like on location. 
yeah um with with some stuff that you just can't fake like you know on a green screen and all that stuff so yeah yeah i'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, that kind of stuff like the real authentic you know and that's why I, when i saw your videos uh-huh. like the visuals on those and, and the colors were, were were pristine but real and there's a difference of blowing up colors cool. and looking you know weird instagram uh, effect it's not a dig towards anything particular but overblown and then in finding the beauty of something but but maxing it to the beauty of it like it's you know what i mean it, you you capture yeah. that moment yeah yeah and, and i see that in the video uh with the city part at night when you're coming in um i'm sorry it's the astral video i don't remember now top of my head um it's it's beautiful you know cool man cool i, I, I tell think, you what we had a, an extra yeah. challenge Sorry, there's an extra challenge with the uh, color grading of that because um, it was actually all filmed in the south of Spain. So uh, after probably the first half an hour, I was like sunburnt all over. And so was the drummer because <laughs> they were extremely, extremely white and pasty. So uh, uh, basically, when we when I went over the video in the end, I was like, oh, we need to reduce the redness just because we were like lobsters. But um, it's quite funny, though, because it was a three day shoot. So the first video would kind of look OK second video starting to look a bit worse and then the last one it's just like uh everyone was crispy so uh yeah the interesting little story behind the videos no it's great i think people should know this and i'm always encouraging to like look behind the scenes because i think the time and the effort like oh they shot a video they you know i mean great there's technology drones are great it's affordable there's a lot of things that make it you know um high quality video is now more affordable for people to do this stuff which makes it great because then you can be more creative and not worry about that crazy um you know, 1980s Bon Jovi budget that they were had the budget to make the big videos because they had, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can do a lot of that now with technology. Um, but people don't realize three days to do that video and how long did it take you to edit it? In, in hours. So, I mean, just so it, it was, an idea of what it takes. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was three days to do three videos. Uh, no, sorry, two days to do three videos. Um, and then, Basically, I had the whole thing edited and sent to me in three days, maybe. And then I edited it for about seven days after that. So, yeah, <laughs> it's quite a lot. Um, it is. And now that I'm doing this next one, I can see. Yeah. yeah. And those it's, are full days, too. Those are like eight to 12 hour days, right? Those are not like four hours. I check some emails. Yeah. And I edit this. No, you're like you're in it. And your mind's in it. And you're like you're eating your dinner and you're thinking about the edit as you're eating your dinner. And you go. Yeah, that's the rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. That. People that don't get. I want people to see the amount of work that you also put into the other parts is what I'm saying. I mean, it, it's, mm. it's complete. It's like the videos and then the music and then the artwork on the album is nice. You did a good job on that. Concept. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that real Thanks. quickly. Too. Yeah. I don't want to forget about that. What's, you know, what was, what was behind that creativity of the album cover? So the, uh, the, the album cover, um, I kind of wanted to go for, I, w- I wanted it to, to feel like you're picking up a, an old school RPG game, like a mm-hmm. Final Fantasy game, something like that. So I had uh, the logo kind of designed around um, with, with that in mind. Yeah, that's right. And I <clears throat> I wanted the um, the background to kind of uh, capture the, the anime feel because I think uh, a lot of the music has that kind of hyped up anime intro mm-hmm. kind of vibe to it. Um, so I contacted an artist uh, from Canada called Shillin, and she designed the whole thing around what I asked for, basically. And um, it's supposed to be a post-apocalyptic Shibuya crossing scene. Um, and I kind of wanted the, it, like conceptually, I wanted it to be like a destroyed world. And then there just being like this little ray of hope coming through the clouds, which was 
in some people's lives music or whatever the thing is yeah um so yeah i was really really pleased with the the artwork and then um just going back to what you're saying about the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes that's not the oh, music yeah. um i've also gone to a lot of effort to make a 24 page booklet for the album uh each one with individual art that represents the song um and that was all done from my desk where I'm sat right now, just doing it all on Photoshop and <laughs> yeah, getting it all together. So again, it's just one of those things that's like, uh, yeah, you think a job is done and then you're like, well, I don't want to make an album that's got boring pages to read in it. So now I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it, you know, just spirals out of control. But I mean, overall, I'm really happy with the artwork and the presentation of the whole thing. I think it Well, I, I like that. I'll have, to, I'll have to check it. Yeah, I'll have to check that out uh, when, when it comes out. Cause I have the, I just have the, obviously the digital version for yeah. uh pre-release to um to check out for you know for reviews and stuff um yeah when can people when can people get the album is it august the 25th august right? the 25th yep okay good. yes and i believe there'll be a video just before that maybe a couple of days before maybe even on the day i don't know i don't know what the plans are but uh yeah you can pre-order it now and then you can uh it comes out on the 25th excellent i want to thank you man it's been great i've been a fan of your of your singing for years so um when i was notified Thank about you. this this album was like it's always it's always like a like a holiday or a birthday for me when i when i, when I hear like you know a release that i'm not expecting comes out you know so uh this has been fun this is good nice. i, I want to recommend this album like most people i don't get like saying you if, if you're on the channel it's generally because i like your music to begin with and i want to support the album i don't have yeah, a, yeah. I, yeah I, I put on who i want i'm not a, a i'm not a radio station i'm a, I'm a fan of music so clearly i, I yeah. dig this album and i want people to check it out Stream it, buy it, go. And, and where's people should go to, to see you and follow you and everything? What do you, what, what do you want to be? Um, I'll put the link below. Where's the best spot for people to keep up with you and your music? Besides, oh, okay, right, sorry, you just broke. You... Sorry, yeah, where's yeah, the yeah. best spot that no people worries. can reach you besides your your your, your work spouse <laughs> of Dragon Force? Okay, uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, pro probably. Um, to be honest, I, I I don't do a lot of social media. I should definitely be doing more of it, but um. At the moment, Instagram and Facebook, the okay. usual shit, um, so that you, they can find me there. But um, thank you for the interview. I really appreciate it. And uh, I appreciate your interest in it because, you know, it, again, it was a good interview. It wasn't just asking the obvious stuff. And, well, know, well I thank you nice very much. I liked it.